So let me tell you all a quick story about Vice News. Remember Vice News? I know, they don't matter. I allowed them to come and do a piece on me in the war room about seven months ago now. I knew it would be a hit piece, of course, I'm a professional. But I also knew anyone with a brain would see through the hit piece and see the beauty of the war room and want to join. So I allowed them to come do a hit piece. And then I got interviewed by Piers Morgan. I looked their calling. It's our friends from Vice, but he can wait. Then I got interviewed by Piers Morgan and he came at me hard and all of the comments were saying, bro, takes a G. The Matrix tries to tell the world that everyone hates me, but the truth is everyone actually loves me. So when Piers tried to come for me hard, expecting to be a hero, he was actually attacked and he felt like, oops, I made a mistake, which stopped Vice releasing their hit piece. Because they called me and said, hey, still calling. They called me and said, hey, we want to film some more. We feel like we didn't get the other side of the story. Basically, we want to undo the hit piece and do the fair journalism we were supposed to do in the first place. Because now we realize making a hit piece on you doesn't work out well for us. Then I went to jail because I'm Matrix tagged. And they thought, ah, he's a bad guy now. We can do a hit piece. And they released a hit piece. And nobody believed it. And just like I said, everyone saw through it, saw it was garbage, to the point where Vice had to turn the comments off because everyone was insulting them. They even falsely edited me stuttering. When have you ever seen me stutter on any video ever? To try and make me look frustrated, like I've been caught out by this dork called Matt. So they released a hit piece and it was totally detrimental for them. Nobody believed them, bombed their reputation even worse. Vice used to be something and now they're completely off the deep end. Nobody gives a shit about them. Complete matrix propaganda. So then I get released from jail. And now, Matt from Vice is begging me, begging me for another interview, calling me every day, begging me, please, please, please. So I've decided, because I'm such a nice man, most people have a hit piece done about them and they don't talk to that organization anymore. But I'm so nice, I'm gonna have a conversation with Vice News. We're gonna talk to them. We're gonna talk to Matt and message him. Again, I said, an instruction. Again, like a little dog. So we're gonna wait for Matt to call us and we're gonna hear what Matt has to say about the fact that they were dishonest and they weren't particularly good at, oh look. Again, <laughs> please Mr. Tate. Geeks. Well, if it isn't Matt. Mr. Honest Journalism. Yeah, that's what I, that's how I think of myself. How are you? Are you in your house? It's a shame nobody else thinks of you that way, Matt. That's why you have to turn off the comments on your little video. Are you at home? C congrats on your being released under uh, house arrest. Thank you. Well, it's a beautiful reality, Matt. It's a beautiful life, and I'm clearly one of God's chosen ones. And I'm here to spread a positive message and continue with my mission to prevent the degeneracy, which is purported by organizations like Vice, drug taking, 
and other forms of pornography, a bunch of other stuff you all are involved in. I'm here to combat it and I'm gonna lead people to the truth and to the light. And we're all gonna be better people and have a better society for that. And I think you learned that when you turn the comments off in your little video, that most people understand I'm a force for good and that hit pieces don't really work because you've lost all credibility in the mainstream matrix mechanisms of the media, unfortunately for you. Is that, what, is that your excuse? Well, that's what I think is the reason that they were turned off for. But, but anyway, regardless, I mean, look, the, the main reason I'm calling is I want to see whether you were up for doing another interview, not for Vice, uh, but for the BBC. Why would you want to interview me? I'm a bad person, I thought, according to your little uh, story. sides of every story so oh you do both sides is that how you think you work yeah, that, well that includes your side as well so you know it was obviously difficult to interview you while you were uh in jail now you're out you know we can actually have a chance to hear your side of things problem is man everyone on the planet wants to interview me so the question is, why would I choose you when I have unlimited offers from people who are far more successful and better than you at the job? Because I'd be doing, and I'm not trying to disrespect you, I'm being honest. I'd be doing you a favor. Like Matt, what's your last name? Shay. That name didn't matter until it was associated to mine. You do an interview with me, you matter for a little bit, but I can do an interview with anyone. So why would I do an interview with you? And this is genuinely a question. It's not an insult. I'm actually asking you why I would choose you when I have unlimited offers on the table. Because we have a history. We have a history of you doing dishonest journalism on me, so I would choose you. Hmm. Interesting. Any journalist that you speak to is going to ask you the similar questions to the ones I asked you. I have no problem with your questions. What? Questions are not a problem. The reason, the, the reason that I want to do an interview with you, and of course you can do an interview with anyone you want, and you know, that's entirely your choice. I'm just, you know, one of the many people asking you, I guess, but we have a history and we got cut short last time and there are still unanswered questions that I want to put to you. I can only tell you why I want to interview you, you know? Ultimately, it is your choice. It is my choice, isn't it? I get to choose which reporter in the world, all these reporters who want to say bad things about me, I get to choose which reporter on the planet gets to become relevant via proxy because I am the most relevant person and I get to do the charitable act of allowing somebody to sit next to me and ask me questions. It's kind of interesting. I need to think heavily about it. I can't just give out such a fantastic opportunity to disingenuous nobodies. It's something I need to think about. Do you work for the BBC now or do you work for yourself? I'm an independent contractor, but it, it has to be broadcast somewhere. And I think the BBC is, is where it would go. Mm -hmm. But one thing I would say though is, uh, I spoke to the Sartorial shooter and he said that one of the things you might want is the chance to film it and record it yourself. 
Oh, you mean so you can't edit in stutters like you did with Vice to pretend that I was stuttering when I was answering questions? Is that why? Is that why? I don't know what you're referring to. Yes, you do, Matt. The algorithm to make you become more famous and more viral. I'm not an expert on algorithms for social media platforms. I do not have most of them installed on my phone. I cannot control what a 15-year-old Singaporean decides to do when he chops me up and calls me names. I can't control that, and I wouldn't try to. When you search for your And I wouldn't try to. When you search for your name in Google, what are the associated terms? Why then have the Romanian police said the investigation is ongoing? I'm not sure where you got that information from. I'm not sure who said it. Is there some kind of procedure that must be completed? I don't know. There has been a lot of bad procedure that must be completed. I don't know. There has been a lot of bad I can't control that and I wouldn't try to. When you search for your sure that must be completed, I don't know. There has been a lot of bad Let's be honest with each other, we have a history. We're friends now. Don't lie. Stutters were edited in to try and make it look like you stumped me with your asinine questions, which of course is absolutely impossible. I honestly don't know if what you might be referring to is sometimes we cut to B-roll of someone's face when we're editing an interview because, you know, we spoke for almost an hour, but it gets cut down to only a few minutes. So there are going to be some edits and we are going to need to cut to your face at some point. Um, you, but, did, you dishonestly edited. Okay, we agree. Well, we edit. I would say we don't dishonestly edit it, but the idea that we would just release a, you know, an hour-long unedited interview doesn't really make sense, right? Because the whole documentary is only 45 minutes. So, uh, anyway, but the, the point is, I can't stop you filming in your own home, you know, releasing whatever you want to release, editing it however you want to edit it. You know, I can't stop you doing that. So, if that's what you want to do, then you obviously can do it. And then, you know, when people say, oh, Matt, you've unfairly edited this or whatever, you can say, well, here's the, the full unedited You're right. version. You're right. I can film our interview to protect myself from your dishonest journalism. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm going to think about it, Matt, because I'm the one who matters here. I can sit down with fucking Peter, with Big Bird, Oscar the Grouch. I can sit down with anybody and be the most viewed podcast podcast or interview in the world. So I'm going to think about it. That, that's true. Would you, would you bring me a box of chocolates? I can bring you a box of chocolates. If you promise to bring me a box of chocolates, that will increase your chances. And I'll give you an answer within 24 hours, but you have to promise me, Matt, don't lie to me. I'll, I'll check with my superiors, whether I can send you a box of chocolates. Well, then you check with your boss. You go into your boss's room and ask if you're allowed to spend a large portion of your salary on a five pound box of chocolates and you let me know. And if you can, then I will strongly consider allowing you the opportunity to speak with me. Are you asking all the journalists to bring you a box of chocolates? You let me know about the chocolates, man. Have a nice day. Okay. Right, so now Matt's gonna come back and tell me he's gonna buy me a box of chocolates. What Matt doesn't know is that because he's a dishonest journalist, if he agrees to the chocolates, I'll agree to the interview. But I'm not gonna show up. What we're gonna do is record him standing around waiting for an interview with my box of chocolates. <laughs> you see, isn't the world beautiful?
Rice to a hit piece on Tate. Tate goes to jail. We got him. Release the hit piece. He's in jail. He's never getting out. God releases me. Vice, Matt, BBC, whoever, Matrix agent number 399 begs for another interview and I end up with chocolates. It's kind of like I never lose. A few moments later. Hello, Matt. Um, I can bring you a box of chocolates. That's great. Here we are. See, I went to jail. Everyone said takes over. His life's done. He's going to go to jail. Turns out I was totally innocent. I've been let free. And now I get chocolates from Vice. Life looking good. From the BBC. Oh, even from the BBC is even better. They've got bigger budgets. Don't, let, don't let me down, Matt. Don't be cheap. How soon can you get the chocolates? As soon as you want. I'm pretty hungry. Um, assume, assuming the chocolates are procured, what day is it today? Tuesday? Yeah. Mm, yeah, Friday, Saturday, something like that. Assuming the chocolates are ready, but it depends who you're going to come with because I need to talk to my lawyer on house arrest, blah, blah. Friday works uh, if I need to get permission to visit you from the police. I'm sure I can do that. Uh, I can I, probably do that. Al, Alan, my lawyer, can handle all that. How many of you are coming? It would just be. It would just be three people. No, me and me and two crew. You and two crew. Mm. Okay, let me talk to my lawyer and I'll get back to you. Okay, great. Hopefully, see you soon. Hopefully. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Several days later. Is hey. Uh, yeah. Who are you? Matt. This is Matt, and he looks from the BBC. All right, I'm gonna let him know. Okay. Like, be right back. Thanks. Okay. Good morning. Any more breakfast? Yeah, I love breakfast because I've got a very important interview today. Breakfast. A very important interview today with a very uh, renowned, esteemed, well-known journalist yeah. called Matt Shea. Yeah. As you can see, I'm dressed for the occasion. I love Matt Shea. I think you can see him standing outside my house right there. With his film crew. With his film crew. That's interesting. Where is he? Here he is. Here he is. Look. Please, can I have another interview? I haven't heard of it. I haven't seen a DNG in person. And you know what's amazing? What? 
His stupid ass didn't do what me and you would have done. Jump on a jet and fly somewhere. No. He went to the airport, checked in, whiz air, economy, put all his bags on the thing, through the quickly, let's wait in line for security. Dude, went through all that shit at 4 a.m. this morning to come here and stand outside my house like a dick. I wonder how much of his annual salary this cost. Well, what do you call him? I'll let him know I'm having my breakfast. So he has to fucking wait. Just call me, he certainly will. He's still there. Did he have chocolate? I have to ask you, what? Uh, sorry. Why is he here? To do an interview. About? About the most famous man in the world, the most influential man in the world, the world who owns the culture, the person who's going to save planet Earth, me. And of course, I decided to do an interview with him to boost his career because he was so honest the last time I gave him a chance. So this is Vice episode two. Yes, you did. But this time. He wants the chocolate now. Yep. Okay, because uh, I'm a little bit worried that he's just gonna, you know, brag about us bringing him chocolate on Twitter and not actually do the interview. Uh, I don't know. You so, have to bring the chocolate first. Okay, so is he too afraid to come out and say it himself? Uh, no, he's just tired. He's, he's having tired. his breakfast now. Okay, could you do me a favor? Could you ask him if he's scared of doing an interview with us? Okay, sure. Thank you. Yep. So he asked you if you are scared to go out and talk to him. Scared? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yep. It's a good tactic. It's a very good tactic. Now he said, I'm scared. I really have to go. I can't just smoke my cigar and ignore him. Yeah, Where's my chocolate? You're definitely going to be more upset at getting cold scared than him wasting his entire week. Correct. He didn't want to give you the chocolate now. He wants to get in the, the house and then... You can wait a while, let's give him about 10 minutes. I think he's beginning to realize that. I think he's beginning to realize the reality of this interview. And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? Shaitan, okay. 
already own the culture. We're fighting back against the Matrix. I already know Aikido. You understand? To do my Aikido so quickly that it creates a vortex, like a tornado. It goes high into the sky. I know Aikido. Yeah. Well, I still have a lot of empty days. So there's nothing to do. There's a D and G outside. A D and G outside our house. Look. A D and G. It's been four to five minutes now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. He flew a colony, G. With his, with his bags, putting them in the overhead. Sorry, bumping into people. I'm an important interview. Sorry for all my bags. I got an important interview. I'm a reporter. Geek! You look like a geek. You're outside my door looking like a geek. Fake news media. They're still there. He is fake news. When are we going to board a taxi home? They'd be stuck there. I wonder what crappy hotel he's staying in. He's not staying in a good one, is he? I think he now must realize what's happened. I think he now must realize that he's been checkmated in the grand game of life. They're filming Marina take the trash out. I guess that's the story for the vice. Report him. They're filming Marina, our housekeeper, take the trash out. I guess that's a vice story nowadays. Misogynistic influencer Andrew Tate has garbage which he uses to litter the landfills and damage the ozone layer because of global warming. Matt Shea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. Two bags of rubbish from his house. That contain microplastics. Get alive, you fucking geek! Think about microplastics. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. He likes making garbage documentaries, doesn't he? Fucking nerd. You could film just the bag of garbage for the entire documentary, and it'd still be less garbage than the last one he tried to make. They're still there. <laughs> oh, have some pride back. Just fuck off, Matt. Matt's the kind of guy. Come on, Matt. Matt's the kind of guy. Get in your head. Matt's the kind of guy who will arrange to meet a girl for dinner, show up at the restaurant with his £8.64 in his pocket, ready to, ready to try and show her a good time. Her not show up and him sit at the table for five hours. Well, maybe he'll talk to me. Looks like the kind of guy he is. Clearly. You know the worst thing? I don't feel sorry for him 1%. Neither should anyone else. These are the worst type of people. They're literally agents of the Matrix. Agents of the Matrix. They will edit your speech and cut your sentences up to make it look like you said something different. They will mis misrepresent you. The Matrix agents. In the most callous and grotesque and most promiscuous and absorbent manner. And now he thinks that he's going to come here and, what, interview you again. The Matrix agents. The DNG. The DNG. The original DNA. I'm like dancing. We can get that trending. Oh, wait, wait, come Matthew. It's good, thanks. I thought I sent someone out to say, come back a bit later. I just woke up.
Uh, what time is it now? Two, two thirty. Perfect. Perfect. Ah, Matt, do you have my chocolate? Uh, yes, I brought you chocolate. Good, because there's no access to the house without chocolate at two thirty. I want you to know that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's sit down and have an interview, and, and then you can have it. No, no, no. You don't make the rules around here, young man. You will give me my chocolate before you come into my house at two thirty when we do our interview. And it's his, his negative energy. You know what I mean? So just thanks because of the DNG. Yeah, it's affecting your brain power. It's like I'm so cool, but when a nerd is outside begging at the gate, like I'm a little nerd, please interview me. Like his his patheticness and his insidious weakness is in the atmosphere, and I have to make sure that I channel my chi. That's why you got to breathe smoke in. Got breathe in smoke, massage my Pure super fly. brain. Purify my existence because there's some DNG at my gate who won't give up. Please, please let me talk to you. You look like a geek. So get fucked. I finished my lunch, finished my 15th coffee of the day, and continue to conquer the world and be fucking rich. Yeah, that's a good point. Some DNG. You don't end up like a DNG standing outside a man's gate. That would be horrible. Be Imagine horrible. flying with Air Comedy to stand outside a man's gate. Your only big shot in the world to ever be noticed again. You look. Is that guy to come out. Like a geek. And there is less than 0% chance. The worst thing is, I said come back at 2.30, and he arrived on time to the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Punctual. <laughs> Maybe if I get there exactly on time, he'll let me in. <laughs> you look like a geek. Just when you thought he couldn't look more geeky, 
This is helping. His vibes are being repelled by my Aikido. Will not let him poison me. I refuse. It is my life mission to never end up anything like that man. Yeah. It is my life's ambition to never be anything like him. And then a little worm who comes along and does hit pieces on people while trying to pretend to be their friends, trying to get hits on the internet. And everyone realizes he's a little worm. And then he's so desperate to matter that he has to beg the same person he betrayed for attention again because he is a complete dork. Who would ever talk to him that's relevant now? No. So, I mean, you're not talking to him, but... Talk to who? The DNG. Who gives a fuck about him? I have DNG, can I have an interview? No. You look like a geek. Let me fly here and I'll consider it. You're calling me. You're busy. I'm super busy. I can see you're busy. I'm working. Repelling his negative orgones. Yeah. Fucking nerd. Hey guys. Yep. Do you have the chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Can I have the chocolate? So, so can... the, look, obviously, what we don't want is to give you the chocolate and not do the interview, right? No! So, but I, I know you want to film us giving you the chocolate. So, if you or Tate can come up with a way where we're both happy, then let's You're do not going to get an interview without the chocolate. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. So, how about... Uh, if you tell Tate, he can come out, and then we can hand him the chocolate as we enter, and you can film it. Okay, I'm gonna tell him, but he's pretty busy, just so you know. Busy so, with what? With work. It's not your business. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not your business. Okay, so he wants you to go out and get the chocolate, because he's scared he's not gonna get an interview. If he's gonna give you the chocolate. Why didn't you say you will get an interview once you give him the chocolate? I told him. That. What did you say? He, he wants you to go outside. And he can like, yeah, keep dreaming a little bit. Yeah. Boy, why are you so obsessed with me? Okay, so I spoke with Andrew, and uh, you either give him the chocolate, and you'll have an interview, or you don't, and you don't have no interview. Okay, okay so, fine. Yeah. Deal. So where is the chocolate? Where is he? He's inside. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, but you have to give him the chocolate first. Okay, if he comes out, we'll give it to him. He, he won't come out. If you give me the chocolate, I'll get the chocolate to him, and you'll have an interview. Your name's Stig, right? What's your name? I'm Alex. Alex, okay, yeah. right. So, you're obviously a smart person. You know that if I give you the chocolate, then there's a high chance he'll never come out, right? But at least it's a chance. If you don't give, it, give him the chocolate, you, you won't have an interview. Yes, but I'm, I'm not going to give him the chocolate and then just risk him not appearing. So what I could do is hand him the chocolate as we walk in. That's a smart idea, right? No, because he, he doesn't want that. He wants the chocolate. He's going to do an interview with what you, do you after. What do you think about all this? Um... I'm outside now. You don't have any thoughts? Yeah, no. Well, you don't Nothing. have a brain, you can't think. It's not that, it's just, I don't want to get involved in this. But you are involved, you're literally filming me. Yeah, <laughs> you I know, but like, that, that's it, me. you know. 
Okay. So anyways. So, so what do you do for Undertale? You work from full time or? Again, it's just uh, you have to give me the chocolate or if not. So what he just sends you to ask us to give him chocolate. So what? Does he pay you or do you work for, <laughs> for this? Yeah. How does it work? <laughs> no. So what? So you, 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 this you, is the last time I'm going to come out. Yeah. So yeah, you're either going to give me the chocolate. I'm going to give him the chocolate. You'll have an interview. If not, this is getting that's quite it. silly though. Nerd! Isn't it? I mean, is he gonna do an interview with us even if we gave him the chocolate? Maybe. Maybe. There is a bigger <laughs> chance he's gonna do an interview with you if you bring him the chocolate. I'll call him. Okay, since he's not picking up. Okay. Hi, Andrew. Uh, look, so I know you want to film. You want to film us giving you the chocolate. So, um, I, you know, I'm happy for you to do that. I just, as I'm sure you know, like I don't want to risk a situation where I give you the chocolate and then uh, we don't get in. So why don't we do something like you come out and you know we speak face to face and I give you the chocolate as we walk in. I don't think you're. Your previous performance, so I need payment in advance, unfortunately. Well, look, can you suggest a way in which we can uh, find, you know, feel some sort of assurance that you're going to speak to us? Like, maybe if you come out now and we can hand it to you face to face. The problem is, last time I trusted you and you acted in bad faith, so this time you must trust me. That's the circle of life, it's the balance of the universe. Yin and Yang, you must trust me must place your faith in the top G and hand over the chocolates, the payment for his presence. And then you will see. Perhaps you will be rewarded. But this is good. No me allowing you unprecedented access to my private network and home in which you were a bad faith actor, if you still are scared about losing your heavy financial investment of six pounds in a box of chocolates, then you will not get your interview. Well, it's... it's a hard the, the thing is, it, it, you, you know, I'm a, I'm a journalist. Give so Alex the chocolate. Just you can't just, uh, you know, you can't just assume that if you're nice to someone, that they're gonna not betray you. I mean, a journalist would rather just report the truth. Imagine a world in which just because someone let you into their house, they didn't report on the truth about you. I mean, that would be insane. The the problem is. It's becoming quite obvious that you're afraid of doing the interview with us. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> okay, how about um, one square of chocolate? 
Yes, Matt. Hi, Andrew. Um, yes, so I've just been interviewing your fans outside. Um, they all have been saying very nice things about you. One guy who you helped get over his weed addiction. Another guy who's come all the way from Miami. Um, I'm a nice guy, Matt. You didn't know? Well, look, you know, there's, it, it, it is frustrating that I can't... Uh, give you these chocolates because I literally have no choice in the matter. I'm bound by, like you said, my boss. If there's any, you know, way that you can think of where I can come in and hand them to you as I walk in or anything, then that would be great. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise what, Matt? What happens? Maybe just you'll have to let me know when maybe you're next free or something. Do I miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime? You know, I mean, you'll probably be able to get an interview with other media outlets, I'm sure, but I, I do think the BBC is a really big and important platform. And I think that... Uh, probably. It's different. Probably. Well, yeah, sure, Defin definitely, definitely. That's right, let's be professional. Let's be clever with our language here. Let's be on point. I can definitely get another but interview. And I can get another interview with the BBC. I can just say, send someone else. They'll do anything I want. Mm, they, they probably would want to send me. That's the, but, but, uh, but, do you want me, do you want to test that theory, Matthew? Yeah, no, you can. I can, you can, honestly, if you, if I, <laughs> if you go to them, they will, they will say, well. You're telling me, me, Andrew Tate, the most famous man in the world, can't get an interview with the BBC unless you're involved. Is that the level of hubris you I operate under? The, I've come here, but wait, just so, okay, look, the other thing is, because of our, the fact that we have this sort of, for better or for worse, reputation, where somehow, you know, we've become sort of internet nemeses, um, even though that's not how I see it, then um, it probably would be, uh, reach a much wider audience and be viewed and talked about a lot more. Uh, that's just the brass tacks of it, is what I think. So... You know, if there's any, if there's any way, even if you want to do like a quick one through the gate, like, I think that would be great, but it's, yeah, my hands are tied, read the chocolate situation, but I don't know if you have any suggestions. No, I don't want to do a quick interview. I want to do an in-depth, detailed interview. My first interview under house arrest is going to be world-breaking. It's going to be massive, perhaps the biggest internet interview of the year, perhaps of the decade. I own the culture and I want to do it properly, but I can't do it without the energy, which will be procured from chocolate. And then I'll feel confident within myself to get the energy required to deal with the fake news media. But then but when I come through the door from that point there, I'm pretty sure that I can just give them to you. So then you will have them. That's a, that's, I'm, I'm still bowing down to your demand there. That's a, I think that's a pretty good. I'm, I'm a fair man, Matt. Unlike you, I do not do snakery. I do not do tricks and games. 
I do not pretend to be someone I'm not. We are very different people. I have given you a very fair and simple, a very fair and simple parameter. You can decide if you want to comply or if you want to fly home again. I'm sure that they flew you on a private jet. They flew you on a jet, right? You said that you didn't care if it was a hit piece or whatever. I'm not, I, all I said was I was doing an objective documentary the whole time. And I want to, you to give you the chance to give your side of the story. That's oh, why I'm- Oh, you're giving me a chance. You're such a nice guy. Thanks. These accusations are coming out regardless. What accusations? What, the same girls from 10 years ago got disproved? Do you think anyone cares about that? Please, Matthew, you're not giving me a chance. I'm giving you a chance. I've given you a very fair parameter. It's a parameter that you can either adhere to or you can go home and fly home economy on Wizz Air. I don't give a fuck. It's up to you. Stop calling me. You know the parameter. You decide. Thank you. Where's your, where's your private jet? Yeah, I do have an, I do have an issue. I haven't signed a consent form. Okay, well, in that case, um, I guess let me know if you change your mind at any point. Maybe in May, like your lawyer said, we can do another interview. Perhaps, but yeah, I didn't sign a consent form, and it's a shame the BBC with their big budgets made you fly economy with it. It must be very annoying for you to fly in and out for no reason. I feel sorry for you, man. You'll survive. I win. which exists on planet Earth. The War Room is a global organization with members, bases, and influence in over 70 countries. The network contains varied expertise which allows them to exert influence globally. Every member has either achieved or is working towards the ultimate goal of all intelligent men. Freedom in a world of slavery. The Matrix cannot allow these minds to be free. Our control mechanisms rely on ignorance, on isolation. This network is teaching the truth. They must be stopped. It is imperative we attempt to silence the war room. Once understood, the Matrix can't be exploited. They know how to bend our rules. They know how to win the game. Their influence has increased. The spread is accelerating. Thank <laughs> you.